Dave, you a fan of uh, of, of watching the pro peloton? Uh, yeah. Um, there's probably a re yeah. Let's just say that I get up in the morning and I watch it and I record it and then I watch it again later and uh, <laughs> at night. And then it used to be on in the shop and I'd watch it in the shop. So yeah, three maybe four times a day. I you know it's just to analyze a different stage, right? Right. You right. Know, any. It's yeah, I, I mean, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I, I have been, life's been a little bit crazy and I haven't been watching as much uh, this year. Uh, but the the spring classics, the big tours, I mean, that's, uh, it's it's kind of my crack cocaine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. I see, I don't have too many like-minded people where like, I will actually lose sleep on purpose because I want to watch it at 4.30 in the morning uh, live yeah. i'll be watching a stage Kristen would be all like why are you going to bed so early a big mountain stage tomorrow morning <laughs> and i'll sit on the couch and i'll and i'll just sit there with my cup of coffee and watch three hours of the whoever the announcers are hopefully yeah. they're the good good gcn guys yeah well see bo you you're more committed well you're more committed than i am i i can I can't watch like if it, let's say it's a hundred, let's say there's like those flat stages. Oh yeah. yeah I can't get I can pass that. on those sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and then like, even like the stages where there's a, a long period of flat and then a couple climbs at the end. It's like, I'll come in for the end. I the last hours. Yeah. yeah like a basketball Dave, game. It's like a yeah, basketball game. Yeah, exactly. For the last five minutes. Yeah. The last, yeah. sometimes the last hour is just like a must see watch, must see viewing kind of thing. Yeah. Like if you, if you could have to pick one part, it's almost always because as you guys all know that nowadays the teams just kind of set themselves up. There's a break, you can almost predict it. All right. There's a breakaway of 20 guys and it whittles down right. to 10 and they know their math on exactly like, okay, if we average this amount of miles per hour, we'll catch them at the top of this. They got it all figured out. Whereas back in the day, now, Dave, did you follow racing back in the old winning cycling magazine days? So I, I started following the tour. I was uh, working for the, for a company and I would come in in the morning and the paper would be delivered. And at to, to um, our office managers for desk and I would go rip it open and go down and find out where Le Mans was. So it was, the, yeah. the coverage was, of the of a of a week of the, uh three weeks of the tour you go three three weeks <laughs> of a tour was you know reduced to an hour on wide world of sports on saturday right and i used to follow it in the paper and i'd go down and like what the hell he's only in you know 12th and i'd you know, <laughs> scroll down and find lamont it was in the back of the sporting goods section you get a box score basically yeah, right, yeah. The, it was nothing that's what i did yeah so that's yeah. why to me and I know that all the, you sound like the old guy here, you know, back in my day, we didn't have freaking being able to watch somebody in, in like Spain racing live on right. my phone, right. you know? <laughs> the, the, problem, the problem I have though, sorry to cut you off, Mike, but the problem I have is invariably, if I say, oh, it's a flat stage, it's, you know, it's not that big of a deal if I don't watch it. Uh -huh. And then I finally do tune in. And the peloton is split and it's because of some tactic that happened on a flat area where the wind was blowing and one, and I'm, and I missed the whole setup and I'm like, rewind, rewind, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there there are those times. It's not not often, but there are definitely times when it's fun to watch. Especially, I think that I think for me, it's the classics because you know it's a one day deal, and it's not a where somebody can make up time the next day. Yeah. It's so so you really see yeah, the they, development. Yeah, they're a block for the entire thing, right? So that's why I'm I, I have actually gravitated back to the spring classics as as preferred watching. So. Right. But what right. are our predictions here? What, who's, uh, well, hang, hang on before we get into that real quick. Have you seen the least expected day, Dave on Netflix? No. Why didn't you oh. tell me this before I flew back East? I don't know. <laughs> you got to check this thing out. It's, it follows team Movistar and, uh, it's like an inside behind the scenes. It's not super flattering a lot of times. Uh, but it's, I did it's, see it. I did see it, but didn't have they come up with another version of it? I saw the the original one. I did see that. They've done yeah, two, and there's supposed to be a third, but something's holding the third up. No, I got it right here. I just I've just looked it up. It says uh, Moby. It says Moby Stars Series Three about to be released on Netflix with Lopez exit. Ah, oh yes. my gosh! I cannot wait for this. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I did. I, the name escaped me, but I did. I've seen the first one and uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. Totally loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, cycling telenovela. I secretly always kind of root for Movistar uh, since watching this series because they're so dysfunctional and messed <laughs> up. And I just can't believe that you could get to a team at that level that's so just right. wacky. Big right. heads. Right. Yeah. The heads and everybody, you know, you got all these divas running around and and then Valverde's just a badass that I love. And and then, uh, you know, then you got this guy, Lopez. It's got his yeah. girlfriend speaking for him or whatever. I don't know what the heck he gets in the car. I'm going home. Right. Uh, yeah. So, Crazy. yeah. So, yeah. Movistar, I always tend to root if there's somebody from Movistar in the hunt, I'm always kind of pulling for them on each stage, you know, just to like break out. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so do you have a favorite? Uh, is there somebody beyond a favorite for this year's race? Who's your, who's your dude? You got so somebody I, over there? It's funny. I, I, I know this is a, a sucky answer, but I don't have one. As I said, I, I'm not – the problem with not watching it this much is I, I'm just not emotionally attached to some of the riders like I've been in the past. Like, like I was always pulling for Richie Port, right? Uh-huh. Um, and my guy that I think – is an assassin is Landa. And he, I, you know, I don't, I didn't see him on the roster. Cause I think he just did the, the Giro, right. Came in third or something. Yeah. yeah. I just think he's an assassin. So, and, but the reality is, I mean, so I don't see how, how uh, Yumbo visa could, could blow this, right. They're too, they're too deep, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not emotionally attached to any of those guys. I'm right now. I'm, my biggest hope is that Gilbert pulls out a stage win, you know, cause I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for the oh, old God. guy to go out with a bang. So, uh-huh. but that's not to say that I'm not going to watch it. I just, I don't know. I'm not sure who I'm rooting for right now. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think you got, I think we'll just kind of go over a list of some of the people that we, we all know Pogaccia and, and uh, Roglic obviously, but <clears throat> Roglic falls apart. Vindigote is right there. He might be, <clears throat> he, he could, be, they, they could do he this could very well be better. They could do the swap. They could do that like where one year, remember when Bernal won and it was supposed to be Garrett Thomas win? It was yeah. supposed to be his defense right. of his title and they, they right. went ahead and let him Bernal go? 
Yeah. So, so the, the name escapes me, uh, but there is a, a, a documentary on Yumbo Visma on Netflix or something like that. And that's, if I had to pick a guy, that's who I'd pick. Okay, he can, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, somebody that's returned to form by winning the Tour de Swiss and he looks thin and who's battled with, you know, it's weird because we look at these guys and we, we know they're in top shape, but you can tell there's like different levels of thin and some of these guys oh, yeah. look look a little. I don't want to say pudgy because I'm pudgy. They're not. They're pudgy for a cyclist for that uh, GC guy. Is Garrett Thomas? He he must live the good life in the off season because it takes him till July, and he looked pretty thin in, in the he Tour looks, of Swiss. I was gonna say he looks about as good as I've seen him in the last three or four years. Yeah, I mean he is lean. Yeah, I yeah. I, and that's always the my that's what that's the race everyone's looking at to see who who's who's ready and who's not. So right. well, that was that was always my critique of uh, Van Averman. Because like I just felt like that guy's that's not missing any meals. I mean, that guy always had like this. It was amazing that he was as successful as he was, the size that he was. Right. Right. You know, but yeah, I just felt like, man, if that guy <clears throat> would just get serious about his his diet i mean the sky would be the limit yeah. because he just he's always carrying all this extra baggage yeah. and had has had some amazing success yeah another yeah. guy that's kind of making his return was uh thibaut pinot who's always been kind of yeah. their french hope that has always got a back problem or something happens yeah. to that guy he's got terrible luck yeah he, he's looking strong um and uh somebody local american palace just got fourth yeah. in the tour swiss right yeah Right. And yep. he's looking strong. So we could have a, an American maybe finish up that even though Rigoberto Oran is their GC guy on that team this season. Yeah. But, you know, things could change like you were just talking about with uh, Roglic and uh, Vinegard, you know. Yeah. I'm always yeah. pulling, though, you know, you, I know we all everyone wants to go in the GC contenders, but I'm kind of the guy that's always pulling for the domestique. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why I, that's how I got hooked on. Uh, Port and and Mikhail Landa when they were working for Froome, yeah. Sepp Kuss, yeah. you know, Sepp Kuss. I mean, the guys are incredible. Um, you know, whether they'll ever be GC guys, but I don't think that the GC guys would be there without these guys, you know? So right. they're the ones I, uh, if you ever asked me who my favorite cyclist was, it'd be George Hincapie, you know? I right. mean, that many yeah. years of service, right? And uh, and so did it so well. And those are the guys, guys I'm pulling for. It's always weird when somebody you get a, a team of all stars and then they start to go, well, I'm going to be the main guy in another team and it doesn't work out. You start, out. you start wondering, yeah. yeah, like, what was it about that team that they were and they couldn't do that as the leader of another team? It, it yeah. never works out. Right. Yeah. It's land and port. Same thing. You see that like even in the NBA, look at what the Lakers have done. You know, they bring in all these big names. And they can't play together, yeah. you know, and uh, I, in cycling, I feel like it's a little bit more, although, no, you can make the same parallel with the NBA. I think a lot of those guys are individualists and they're tremendous individual players, but together they can't, they can't work together. Yeah. 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 Or if they're not a leader and can't, they go over in a team and they can't get the people to rally behind them. You know, right. that's what you need. It's yeah. not just, Yeah. So, so, um, so many pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. 
Obviously, you got Vanderpool going. Uh, he'll be just looking to grab some stages and some maybe a little bit of yellow before the big mountains. Um, mm -hmm. So he'll be there. Wildfat Art is still a, it's a touch and go for him. They, issue, they don't right? know because of some some physical stuff. Was it? Yeah, what happened to him? I just saw that and I just read that on Velo News. Was his knee or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, aggravated his knee at something. Yeah. So. And it's always fun to hit him. Uh, that's those two dudes. You, how can you not root for those guys? Those those guys are the new face of as for the last four years. Yep. Dudes that are humble, but yeah. are still showmen and race kind of old school. Just uh, rail yeah. it when they feel like going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the one one critique I have about MVDP. That's why I love him though, is because like I end up in these same situations sometimes, where he doesn't ride the smartest race a lot of times. He'll ride the hard. If he, there's no question, like he has, he rides the hardest race, but sometimes it costs him at the end. Uh, but he still has a, tr you know, obviously a bunch of amazing victories under his right. belt. But yeah, there's been many times where it's like, why is this guy off the front for all these miles, just eating up miles? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. What was like, that? Uh, was that was one it? race? Was, was that it Roubaix? Was it Roubaix? No. There was I think one it was race where uh, the guy fell. What was the guy? The Italian guy won it at the end. Oh, he, well, he was pulling everybody. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was yeah. Roubaix. Vanderpool pulled everybody. The whole. I mean, like the whole. I don't know. It was like thirty miles or something. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And just these guys were just sitting in. And uh, yes, it was it Sonny Cabrelli. Yeah, the guy yeah. that freaked out when he won won yeah. at the end. And he's all crying and wigging out. Yeah, I love I love that. I thought it was like that was pretty cool, man. I mean, and, but, and you know, cyclists. Just think if you or I or Dave, just think if we won the Perry Roubaix. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd be crying too. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> so he got a lot of flack for that, but I thought, hey man, hey, that's, that's how like I feel. Raw that's how you feel. Yeah. yeah, and he and he outwitted him. Really, is what it got down to. Right. He was right. able to sit in that pocket because MVDP let him. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I love Vanderpool. That's my dude. Plus he's great on all bikes. I like that. You know, Wout also. Yeah. Yeah. Those two, uh, you mentioned Sepp Koos, just a savage in the mountains. Yeah. Uh, it's so fun, man. It's like, I just get so jacked up every year. And, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I was looking at the the. We, it starts the, on what Friday? Starts right. yeah the first yeah yeah. So um, Denmark. I was looking at the uh, the list of all the stages and doesn't look like it looks like they went for a really balanced because you have you got teams that are going to be definitely going for a lot of sprint victories this this time but you mm -hmm. got teams that have two dudes like who are you picking to to sprint for your team kind of thing right uh, for you guys since you're giant people um, yeah. Grona Wagon and um, Michael, Matthews. Michael Matthews. Yeah. So that's surprising. I think, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know. I think with a team like Bike Exchange, um, you know, I don't know that they have the horse. I mean, look at Jumbo Beastman, look at Bike Exchange, right? I mean, we've got, we can make some noise. We could probably win some stages, but to think that we're going to put somebody on the podium for the GC. Right probably not realistic so why not why not give us a great shot with 
both our sprinters maybe grab some of these flat stages, mm-hmm. ride the green jersey for a while. Who knows? Maybe win the green jersey. Yeah, yeah. and, so, and that, that's what I get. I get a little bit frustrated with. Is, is and I'm glad to hear. I honestly, I've, I've only perused the profile, mm-hmm. but I like it when it's a balanced thing. I get very frustrated when a big name bows out after the you know um, a stage because the rest of it's hilly, right? Right. Yeah. You know, make it so that the, it is balanced because, I mean. For us, yeah, sure. Not waiting until the very end to see the sprint may not be as exciting as a climbing stage. But if you're going to keep teams coming back, if you're going to keep sponsors involved, you know, give as much um, airtime to the individual stage winners as you do to the GC guys. And, and again, I, I'm not trying to remedy the sport, but I want the sport to be around forever. And uh, this churn yeah. in, in sponsorships and stuff, you got to you know, let these guys that are sprinters, let them get their day, let the stage, you know, the, um, the stage hunters get their day, you know, make it a big deal. So I, I'm stoked about a a balanced profile. Love to see it. Yeah. Matthews is, can climb a little bit, Gronenwagen can't. So anything with a little bit of of a roll, Matthews will be up there and Gronenwagen will just get the straight flat ones. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting you say that about balance. Uh, you know, I've always been someone that's like the TT to me is like, it's just a boring, you know, I don't, I don't value the TT. Like I value the sprint or the climber, you know, the person who can be, a, but you have to be a great TT rider to, to be in the GC. Right. So, uh, yeah, but I have colleagues of mine that I know they love the TT, you know, maybe it's their style of riding or whatever, but yeah. So yeah, it's, it's always good when it's balanced like that, even though uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I think keep it in. I it's okay. It's not for me. I do like the team, mm-hmm. uh, the team tri- time trial. I could, I like the the tactics involved in that. So yep. um, yeah, they've definitely like gone it. away from long time trials and they've gone away from the team time trial. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like the long time trial, there'd always be two. And that's why Miguel Andrain and Lamont, you know, always were, Whatever time yeah. they lost in the mountains, they're making up yeah, on these TT. 50 kilometer TTs. Right, right. So, well, we talked about it before. I love that TT. Uh, was, two, was it two years ago where they had to sw- some guys switch bikes because it was like the, yeah. you know, they had to climb the last bit of it. And, you know, the strategy involved with that, even though mm. it was like super <clears throat> unorthodox and weird, uh, because Dumoulin had, posted the best time on his tt bike he did the entire stage on his tt bike yeah and then ultimately the winner of that stage was bogasha and he switched bikes it was a smooth smooth transition i remember that yeah like they practiced you know they spent that's a a huge roll of the dice because you're counting (laughs) a lot of other people right now yeah yeah and uh so yeah no i that i love that that uh that tt i thought that added like a whole nother thing and it was just like awesome and plus it threw in a, a really good climb too yeah so, yeah. so let's get our winner picks mike yeah. what you got i mean i hate to say it but i think as strong as visma is i still think pogasha's he's got a good team with him too look he at does you. yeah yeah the uae teams i don't think it's as good a team overall top to bottom as visma but they've got the man and I think he's the difference. I think if it comes down to Roglic and, and Pogasha, I just don't think Rogue. I mean, yeah, I don't want to disrespect Roglic, but I just don't think he has it. 
yeah. to beat him. You know? I, I, I think you might be right, but I'm pulling for one of the two dudes on Yumbo uh, uh, Visma. Yeah. I just think that 21 days, they could just, it, maybe it becomes down to a war of attrition, you know, that just wear them down because they've got right. so many, so many cards yeah. to play. I, and, and again, I, I say that only because, well, this, I mean, the, the documentary that I, I saw on them, they, they did, they proved it that they could, you know, kind of wear, uh, wear them down. And second of all, I, I say it, I, I just, I'm not emotionally attached either way. So, yeah. you know. How about you, Bo? You know, I, th- those are just too obvious. Like, Bogacha just looks way strong. And he didn't race crazy this year. Right. To uh, like overdo himself. So he's ready. He just did some monster training ride in the Giro in, near the Italian mountain in the Alps or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like those are two obvious picks, but I'm going to go. I'm going to, I'm going to take a left turn. I'm going to say that. Uh, You're uh, on record as saying this now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm on record. I'm just going to say Garrett Thomas for the win. And oh. uh, and uh, we're going to get a couple of French guys on the podium with David Godu and Roman Bardet. Wow, Boy, this boys, he's been thinking. Wow, yeah. The French need; they haven't had anybody in a long time, and that Godu and and Thibaut Pino are one two on that FDJ team. Okay, so they look You're good. Say two Frenchies on the podium. <clears throat> Yeah, two Frenchies on the podium. They're going to turn it around cool. this year. I think you're smoking I, that California bud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen. But guys, yeah. some, something's going to happen where Pogaccia and uh, Roglic magically can't compete. I, I don't want to say any no bad, nothing bad. Just could be uh, got sick, could be tested well, positive for COVID. That's right. that's the X factor, man. That yeah. testing for all of these people. The Jumbo Visma just left the whole Tour de Suisse. Yeah, picked up the whole team. Well, I I didn't know we were doing full podiums. I'm I'm gonna definitely put Nielsen <laughs> Nielsen's on the podium for sure. He's dark horse. Yeah, that's I want to see him on the podium. And then, yeah, I maybe Vinegard. I still. He's got the power I to do it. Vinegard's gonna have. I think it's he's got it. He's got yeah. So I'm gonna go. Pogasha, Vinegard, Palace. I think uh, Garrett Thomas, definitely podium. And I, I think, Bo, on some level, I'm with you, like uh, Pino or Bardet. I, I just I just can't watch another tour. I mean, you got to – they've been around a long time. You got to love their effort. But I just can't watch another tour when they say, he's just never quite lived up to expectations. Oh. You know? Let's see them do something, you know. I'd, I'd love to see it, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, because the last time – uh, Pino abandoned. You could tell he, I mean, it was, he was broken, right? I mean, he was, he yeah. was in the car crying and, yep. you know, yeah. I hated to see it. So I'd love to see it. Some kind of, I don't know if it's the right word is redemption for those guys. Yeah. Yeah. They, and yeah, they, you know, they both, I think that pressure, we don't know it because we're not in France, but I think that pressure is huge for those two. And when you're just brought up like from a junior, like this is the next, Guy to win the tour. We haven't freaking won a tour since 1985. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, just go enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.